Hey, Biff, what comes after 69? What comes after 69, John? <laughs> Mouthwash. <laughs> you know, you know, it used to be a kind of like a family friendly dad jokes for a while, but somehow we skipped over to, you know. Oh, well, you know, I, 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 you know, this, here you go. How about this one? Why, speaking of family, why is diarrhea hereditary, Biff? Now, now we go to the freaking the gross side. Why is diarrhea hereditary, uh, Jacques? Uh, it's in the genes. It's in the, see, it's a family Joe! joke. Joe, 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 Joe. I, well, I'm gonna say it three, I'm gonna say it three times. Joe, Joe, Joe. Make a like a high, make a hiney ho. Make a like a high, make a hiney Joe. It's amazing oh! when that shit works. We said that before. I do like, but it doesn't mean I don't love it. You yeah. know? Yeah, I still like Empire Strikes Back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Carnival Personnel. I'm Jacques. Uh, this is Biff. And I'm being held here be- <laughs> without my consent. <laughs> Blink twice if you're in trouble because it's a podcast. <laughs> He's not blinking. Don't say to anybody. Uh, anyways, gentlemen. You know, we evil. never established a safe word, by the way. I just, <laughs> I just thought I'd re- reiterate uh, that point. Uh, my, my safe word's harder, but you know, it's just <laughs> be a little confused. Anyways, uh, welcome back to us. Um, we, we had a, a few oh. week hiatus, but... But in that hiatus, I got to spend some quality time with you, Biff. That's correct. And uh, and I again, on behalf of the entire F and H, uh, and John uh, John Taylor family and community, you hosted one heck of a shindig. Well, uh, thank you. Last week, it really was great, and it, it was great that uh, he had no idea. You know, it wasn't. It, it, no, he did it. It was really nice that, you know, his wife and his son were in on the planning and the plotting. It was great to see his friend George. Uh, it was great. I mean, the the few people who haven't been to your party before, and those of us who have been there for dozens of them, um, it, it's a standard. Uh, raving about the food and the spread <laughs> and the hospitality. Truly, each and every time, you just raise the bar. Well, you know what? It, it, it's the one thing I can actually do is just feed massive people. So there you go. Uh, We're not recording on Zoom, by the way. Oh, oh, you know what? We aren't recording on Zoom. Just to make sure. Is that right there? I don't have my glasses. Yeah, record on this computer. Recording in progress. Thank you. Just as a backup. It doesn't hurt. You know, um, I can go. Thank you, Joe. Uh, anyways, oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> getting right into it. Oh, you dropped your paper. Uh, yeah. So I was just in LA for, uh, my second of two visits inside three and a half months. The first one was for the fertilizers trip to Phoenix. And this past one was just because, and it was great again, stayed with our friend Renetsky and got to drive her monster truck around LA. It's it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It, oh, it seriously <laughs> is it, like, like Biff, Biff drove in it. Like we, we ran some errands in it. Am I making it up that it's a monster truck, Biff? It is a large truck. It also is kind of haunted or something where like it arbitrarily decides to turn on the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was only 101, 102. Stop you bitch. And, you know, but it was a dry heat. Right. You know, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was a dry 100, 102. But now uh, I'll be back in a few more weeks uh, to complete the trifecta for three days. I don't want to brag. Three days of Duran Duran at the Hollywood Bowl. Nice. Uh, you yeah. know, 
I'll, I'll go to at least one, possibly two of the shows, but I think just one. Do they give show? you a discount for cleaning up after each show because oh you're going God. to so many? Ser- I mean, honestly, management should get some kind of. She is a little. This is epitome of first world problems. She was hoping to. She's going back to Chicago for work. She gets there two days after Duran Duran plays. Like the work family schedule couldn't make it. So, but. Getting there two days after Duran Duran plays means she's going to miss them playing in New York, which she was going to by one day. So, oh. so, so it's kind of a bummer That's that she, a bummer. she has to travel all over the world to see her because her work schedule yeah. prevents her from seeing that, you know, will she actually be so unfortunately they will they play Rio. I don't know if they play at this time. You yeah. know, I've, Some, may, maybe maybe cross your finger, maybe girls on film. No, no, I mean the actual city. Will they play oh, yeah, Rio? Yeah. <laughs> like, will they go to Because, you know, it's a, it's kind of a, a hot bed of a political turmoil down in oh, Brazil. Perfect. Yeah, why not? Yeah, seriously. Where, where are it, they playing that there's not political turmoil? Not true. It is know? a huge uh, concert place, though. Like, I mean, you know, like Rock and Rio is like a, a major festival with like, you know, like 100,000 people showing up. I mean, Carnival is it huge. Was, it was Rock and Rio that Nirvana was on the plane to go to and i remember seeing dave Grohl say this it was either behind the music or one of the documentaries he's like oh man we made it we're playing at this festival with a hundred thousand people and they were so jacked up on the flight they were made aware of weird <laughs> al smells like nirvana that's when they knew and, and seriously and here's and here's dave Grohl <laughs> yeah. like they cover michael jackson he covers michael jackson he covers madonna <laughs> now we've made it yeah 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 <laughs> you know and rightfully so. That's the proper way to know when you've made it. It's not that you change your name and then you make it. Because... <laughs> so, you know, I, I am. I'm looking forward to coming out to L.A. I, I was bummed. Uh, I got the party was the highlight. It truly was. No close second. This time I had both boys. We did Six Flags, of course. We did Universal, you know, a few times. The Waterworld show still, still mesmerizes. I didn't get to see our friend Woody because of schedule. I don't know if either of you, I know you do, Biff, follow Woody uh, on the socials. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He's always been funnier, but he's getting funnier and better with After Effects. I mean, <laughs> and of course, we don't have to explain yeah. who Woody is because he's one of the seven people who are listening to the podcast. No, I actually, this, uh... <laughs> he, when I talked to him about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've mentioned before, like after I was in LA and I saw him last time, he listened. But, but honestly, he, he the other night posted, and we'll get into it a little bit, but but a little teaser of what's to come. Woody took the scene from um, Home Alone 2 with Donnie Four Scoops, and it's just a three-second scene where Macaulay Culkin asks him where something is, and Woody has Macaulay Culkin saying, hey, where are you hiding the nuclear codes? And it's and then it's Donnie Three Scoops' line, oh, it's down the hallway right to the left. You know what I mean? <laughs> he used the actual line of the footage from the movie. I'm like, damn it, Woody. Funny, political. He who, must who must the, be murdered. He must. He, he's not allowed to be so talented. Or take my role over on the podcast. And any objections? The eyes have. You know. Uh, I don't remember saying it. So, <laughs> so what is getting funny? I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting funnier. I do know. I finally got up on a stage and, and did some stand up. Whoa! I uh, I had I had sent Joe the. Um, I sent Joe two clips. I don't think I sent you the clips, Biff. A, a little too embarrassing. But the two clips that I sent Joe is, one, walking from our friend Renetsky's house to the venue. 
<laughs> yeah, right. That that I mean, it took me longer to load the clip than for me to actually play the clip because it was so. so is, it, is it like right on that corner? It's like, right on that corner. Right. I, I almost okay. wanted to reply back. How far are you going to the end of this fence? <laughs> and it's true. I was looking for places, and I'm like, oh, this is in Reseda. Why do I know this place? It's because I walked past it three times in the four days before walking over to the 7-Eleven across the street from it to get the little guy his SpongeBob popsicles. Oh, I, th- I thought you were just going across the street to uh, Turner's Outdoorsman to, you know, uh, stock up on all of your ammo. Oh, dude, it's mm-hmm. it's right across the street from an ammo and fishing supply store. <laughs> well, I mean, store. you know, it's legal. It, 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 yes, it is. And you only need a license for one of those things. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, so so hey, it, I got one of those. He does a have fishing, a fishing license. Fishing yeah. license. I was. Uh, well, you're, you're from Japan. I don't think give that to you at birth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we. Uh, I'm Portuguese. I can funny, say funny that. Funny enough, I don't think. They... <laughs> you see, so Japanese people and Portuguese people can do uh, you know derogatory uh, fishing jokes. Only those two races. Because you're both from island nations. Yes. So do you have what, what's what's a Portuguese? Well, I, oh, Portugal on? is not an island nation, but the Azores yeah. is a is an offshoot of Portugal. They're kind of uh, like the Hawaii. Could you point to it on the map for the listeners? <laughs> yes, it's right over here by the nuclear coast. I um, <laughs> I yeah, it's um, I don't know anything about fishing. I don't know anything about Portuguese at all. I'm a, oh, I have I don't know a lot, but man, do I got some opinions you oh, want to yes, hear? Please, <laughs> yes, save it for the sideshow. <laughs> So it was great. I, you know, when I had talked to Joe and when we started writing comedy again a couple of years ago, there was just not a lot of places here to do open mic. And if I want to, it's an hour away. The weird thing is in LA, I would definitely drive an hour to do stand up in like Beverly Hills or, or, or down in North Hollywood or something like that. Um, but it was fun. I got a, I, it. The guy had posted comics welcome, but it was really a band open mic. I have the first comic who ever walked in. He was super excited. <laughs> he was like, oh, I've been, you know, we've been doing this about four weeks. We've been advertising and anybody wants to come and do this. And he's like, well, you want to go up in like 15, 20 minutes? And I'm like, uh, open mics are usually three to five and I'm going to be stretching, you know. <laughs> There's only so many. I My dad left me when I was a kid joke. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know. yeah, um, actually, you can do a whole special. On I, that. I actually yeah. could. And, and Biffy will, and there was a couple of people like, oh, you should let me know. I'm like, no, the only one I let, no, I didn't even tell my wife. I didn't even tell Renetsky or the boys. I'm like, hey, I'm going to run an errand. Came back like an hour and a half later. I'm like, where did you go? And I handed them my phone and they were like, wait a minute, where was this? I'm like, right next door. I didn't even have Renetsky walk the three doors over, but I had to do the Irish goodbye because there was, there was like, the, the guy ran it, a couple of his friends I was talking to beforehand, and they were being super nice, but at the same time, I'm trying to remember what I'm going to say and make a little set list. I talked to Joe uh, the night before. I'm like, hey, what are like three or four of the least worst bits I have? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they all suck, but, but what, 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 what do you think I should go up with? And so I did. I did I had like six, seven minutes, and then... I just wanted to hide afterwards, but a couple, you know, really nice guy, older guy, honestly, right out of like a movie, you know, Hispanic guy, the classic mustache, like, you know, the tank top t-shirt, the neck tattoos, brings me over a beer and tells me how great it was and wants to talk to me. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I can't just, I don't drink, but I wasn't telling him that. (laughs) I mean, I did that. But you know what? To be, to be fair, it's because you didn't see the folk singer 
that opened the set last time. So. Mm. <laughs> he maybe said the same thing to him. I forgot to remind you not to do Jesus jokes, but yeah, you guys, it was fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. A couple laughs out of the it's Jesus joke. Oh, Come yeah. on. All right. But, but no. And a couple of the guys in the audience were named Jesus. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we got to wow. be a duo, right? Am I right? Um, See, that's a joke you can't. You could do the Jesus jokes in L.A., but, you know. The you know the Jesus jokes uh, maybe not so much. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, anyway. Jesus, cross your legs. We only got three nails. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh, I'll show myself up. Uh, I wish you would. So so it was fun. Um, last time I was in town, uh, Renetsky and I binged watch season one Ted Lasso. This time we binged watch season two, and it was fan. It was it just gets better. Uh, watch the Gray Man together. It's it's nice, you know. Um, we, we spent quality time doing all that. It was great. I'm looking for, forward to coming back. Um, but what have you guys been up to the last few weeks since we've chatted on the podcast? Um, so I hosted a barbecue. <laughs> <Hey>, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of the same old stuff, right? But um, let's see. The last, I wonder if the last time was before or after we, we I had my epic, uh, uh, concert at the Whiskey A Go Go. I don't know if we ever got to talk about my epic show at the Whiskey A Go Go with the with, with the, the band that was live streaming it, and it was cheaper yeah. to go to the Whiskey Go Go and see them live. <laughs> so this is this is great. Yeah. yeah. So I went to see this Japanese all female heavy metal band, and they're actually like super good, like like super super technical. They're really really good, and you know, and you you know the whiskey and people who you know. For the people who don't know or haven't been to the whiskey, I mean, because it is a legendary club, you know, where the doors started out, Van Halen started all that stuff. It's a tiny 500, you know, capacity club. And it, it used to be a really, really dingy place. You know, it's kind of disappointing that the bathrooms are now clean because I kind of like the really, mm-hmm. you know, kind of disgusting, dingy. Right. 80s, the dank, know, mode, but, the dank. Yeah. No, I get but anyway, it. Anyway, yeah. But this band plays, yeah, like a like a you know a little bit over over an hour set. It was like a last minute. I didn't. The announcement came like two weeks before the show, and it's fifteen bucks. They sell out because it's only five hundred seats, but it's fifteen bucks, which is like even for you know for the whiskey, it's actually a pretty cheap show. But then, if you want to watch the edited version, not live, two weeks later, it was going to cost you like. 35 bucks. That's hysterical. I mean, like sometimes at those things, they'll give you a code like, oh, because you were here and part of this, they'll give you a code to see so that you can see it free. But no such luck on that with you. No, Uh, but, you know, you know, I actually was going to watch it. But, you know, because, you know, I don't mind giving the band the money. But whatever happened to good old good old bootlegs, you know, right? exactly. Like all those fish and Grateful Dead tapes you have, Joe. Right. Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, all those clubs, the the whiskey is for five hundred people. The Viper Room was what one one twenty five. I mean, yeah. even, probably you, probably I think I think they're technically like two hundred, right? And I you think, think of the bands that came out of that place, and the, yeah. and the same thing, the Troubadour is tiny, and what yeah. is the place right next to? Um, There's uh, also the Roxy. The Roxy. I played the Roxy, and again, tiny room. And yeah. then next to the Roxy is Lemmy's old there, hangout. What was that place? Oh, oh the Rainbow. The, the Rainbow. Rainbow's a restaurant. Right, right. but yeah. again, tiny. I mean, the place is legendary, yeah. but it sits like yeah. 60 people. At 65 yeah. if you took out Lemmy's pinball machine that he went there every day to play or the video yeah. game that he played. Well, but, so that's kind of on towards the bar side, which is the which is kind of outside. But 
So, you know, the last time I ate at the Rainbow, uh, I wanted, we were going to this kind of a, uh, an 80s metal-ish kind of a show with a couple of my older friends. And then, you know, one of them first kind of first time at, you know, in Hollywood. So I said, you know, what? we should do the kind of the more complete Hollywood experience. So let's let's have dinner at the Rainbow before the show, right? You know, freaking yeah, we will just be we'll just be that caricature. So, but no, no kidding. The table next to us has Sebastian Bach sitting there. Oh, wow. So my friend goes, yeah, th- this is that complete thing, you know, that you promised me. You know, that's awesome. Um, and what about you? Since we since we've last been in the same room, Joe, what have you been up to? How's your life? Oh, we don't want to bring down the audience everybody's <laughs> having such a good time with their houses and stuff i don't want to make people feel upset about my goings on and uh, not 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 much i want to let's 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 talk about something you know um, fun fun like uh, what else what horrible thing have you written down oh, in this rundown? So, so my my friend john and i really highly recommend it it's a podcast it's a six episode podcast uh called the disconnected and it's the energy correspondent for NPR in Texas for like 15 years. And he did a deep dive into what went down with the grid like last year. When they had that snowstorm. But he's been the NPR energy correspondent for over a decade there. And it's a real historical look at how fucked up Texas. (laughs) No, literally. No, I know. It's the the crazy thing. It's the number one energy provider for the country and it is the most fucked up and again it was all back to let's privatize it let's deregulate it and it it became this hedge fund commodity that you could make money if things went sideways It, it was so the people who made the most money stand to gain the most the more fucked up it was and we even know this because in California, before I left there, maybe right around the height of the Enron shit, um, we had rolling blackouts in L.A. And I remember running a post house, having to try to schedule around rolling blackouts as much as you could because your tape room is going to go dark for an hour, for two hours. And what it was is, I don't know if it was Enron, but another energy company. No, I think it's, I think it's the yeah, uh, Southern California Edison, I think. But, but, but a Texas yeah. conglomerate bought a couple power plants in LA and slowed them down mm-hmm. because, you know, it's supply and demand. Oh, if we own 10 power plants and we take two off a line, there's less power on the grid. Therefore, we can jack it up. It's a hard listen. It's a hard listen. And, and they have the recordings because all these are public um, records in their, 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 their state congressional hearings. There, there's uh, uh, board members calls. People have recorded when they're and, – and, you know, for one thing, you know, I'll jump to one of the fun things. The state of Texas will be paying off that hike for the next 20 years because basically – what little energy there was, they were able to charge 9,000% markup on it. Mm. And this, which the state had to buy, the state had to buy, you know, for the hospitals and the essential stuff, they had to keep critical infrastructure going almost in it. But anyways, the disconnect. So, 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 and to kind of give you an idea of this, you know, so, you know, when you had those rolling blackouts, I didn't have rolling blackouts because my energy provider had not only have, did they have redundancy, but uh, they also had an excess. So they were actually 
selling their energy to like Southern California Edison, probably where you were being uh, uh, given service. So in my, my energy company, Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. Damn government. Right. So it's all Paul Ruger who kept it going for you. All right. <laughs> I know. The blind squirrel take it. Take. So let's get right to it, gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. Oh, my God. Thank you. So I'm going to start by saying Joe loves game shows. Love them. Love okay. them. Can't get enough of them. But if you like game shows, right? I love game shows. You like, love game shows. Watch, I watch Buzzer all the time. Oh, great. So on Monday, somebody spent the spin spun spun there we go somebody spun the giant wheel of Kramarama. <laughs> when there was a raid which isn't a raid forgive me I- i've been programmed now because they've been saying raid so much raid when <laughs> when a when a warrant was executed when 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 a lawfully warrant was executed but they had that hit cherry shot. pie anyways okay hey man so, Danny Lane is dead that's not funny oh yeah, man <laughs> well let me let me jump to the chase when news broke what was going down at Mar-a-Lago on Monday nobody knew why because somebody like i said spun the wheel of crimearama and didn't know where it stopped was it january 6th stuff was this the Georgia election? Was this the fraud in New York? For the right. first two or three hours, they were just speculating. The FBI is inside Mar-a-Lago. Which of these federal indictments have we been waiting to finally see start to come to a head? Uh, did you? Wh- what was your money? Before you knew why they were there, Biff or Joe, when you first heard about it, what did you assume the 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 search was for i honestly i, I kind of heard it backwards like i heard that they discovered documents and then but I, I i i didn't hear about the raid first and then what they were looking for yeah. so yeah. you know i kind of got it backwards but i i, I assumed it was january 6th or russia or something you know some one oh, of those actually i forgot russia I, right. how can you forget yeah. russia? how could i forget russia russia has not forgotten well, yeah, me <laughs> In Russia, we forget you. <laughs> but just just with the timing, right? I mean, given the timing, I pretty much presume. So this is where the you know while they're on recess, the January sixth committee is going. You know, I pretty much assume it was just You're right. You know, something came out of that, and you know, and maybe something did come out of it, but then they got something else. Kind well, of like, well, you know. well, that's what everybody thought because you know, with with the Russia hoax, it turned out, oh, this guy Paul Manafort's. Uh, really fucking bad, dude. So we're gonna get to this whole shit that he had going on yeah. with giving opera research to a foreign government. But by the way, look at all these because you know, like Al Capone, he didn't go down for feeding opposition, you know, info to Putin. He went down for the the financial crimes that he had committed. Hasn't gotten syphilis yet, though. <laughs> so. Right, that's the thing, because I was watching Ted Lasso with our friend Renetsky, and I got a text from a friend on the East Coast, like, you know, look, I went on vacation. I wasn't glued to CNN or to MSNBC. I wasn't listening to radio. I was actually, you know, going to theme parks and 
having a cookout with my friend Biff and all this stuff. You were unplugged, as they uh, say. It was nice, but honestly, as soon as I got that text, we went we went right over to MSNBC, and for the first couple hours of watching this, nobody knew what it was, and there was all that speculating because, you know what? It was a little suspicious that his ex-wife died the day before giving testimony in a quick, let's get her in the ground on a golf course as soon as we can. To get a tax write-off, by to, the way. To get a tax write-off. Is that what it is? Is it the January 6th thing? At the same time, like just in the past week, there was uh, it kind of started to come to her head that, you know, Rudy Giuliani, that's going to be a warrant out for him for not showing up in Georgia for his deposition for trying to steal the Georgia election. And then, you know, this past week, well, the funny thing was Trump was in New York to give a deposition on his fraud <laughs> on the, case. On the civil side, yeah. Right. On the civil case, yeah. But while they're investigating the civil stuff, it turns out that, oh, maybe they have some federal things that haven't expired in the statute. But that's a, that's the most fucked up thing about what went down at Mar-a-Lago. It could have been for one of six or seven federal crimes. And I think we all forgot, oh, that's right, he took these documents, because that's been going on for a year. For a year, they said, hey, you weren't supposed to take these documents. Whatever he can't flush. We, we, we'd like them back, please. And then my favorite thing, so that's on Monday. So Monday night, the outrage, and all day Tuesday, the, the this is an overreach. This is political. They had no right to do this. And there were so many people that I follow on Tuesday. It's like, you know he can post the, the the search order. He can post like you know like it's not when when they when they went into Mar a Lago they didn't make him sign a a, a DNA. You know what I mean? Not NDA. a DNA. Um, an, an NDA. NDR. An NDA. 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 Yeah. Non disclosure, non -disclosure agreement. Yeah. So he could have posted it at any time. Yeah. But he did it, and they kept and, and they kept beating the drum louder and louder and louder and louder. This is and then so finally. I mean, Merrick Garland, who's very quiet, who's behind the scenes, finally stepped up to the mic on Wednesday and fucking called this bluff, which is beautiful. It, it was beautiful. It's like, oh, okay, well, out of respect, we don't tell people publicly that we went in and we did this search. He announced it, you know, and he said this. So we're going to give him three o'clock tomorrow and, you know, to, to fight whether he wants. And then it, it, it made yeah. the Donnie force groups, you know, camp. It's like, okay, so we've been saying that we had no right to do this. It was unlawful. And we either come clean and say, okay, yeah, you can publish it or we fight it. And well, if you have nothing to hide, why are you hiding this? So anyways, what, what were your takeaways, Biff, as an outsider looking in? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you know, the, I, I think the one thing that the, I guess the stuff that really, really scares me is the fact is the potential of, I mean, and this is all speculation from other people, right? I have no idea what's going on, but the idea that, you know, like nuclear technology could have been sold to the Saudis who've been wanting it for years and years and years and what that would have done to destabilize that region. Right. So. So, yeah. And 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 you would be you would be in the wrong and uh, and just a bad person to speculate that just about a month ago, Jarrett was given a two billion dollar interest free loan from the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Just, just, just a little bit of a, uh, and that, uh, 
Who you hasn't know? been given a loan from the kingdom of Saudi Arabia by this point? For $2 billion. Well, you know, but, but uh, you know, a Nigerian prince uh, contacted me uh-huh. with oh. an even better deal. Nigeria. So, yeah. Can, so, can we go know. on that? Is that, is that, a, you know, uh, you know what, let, let me, let me just, you know, kind of uh, move this along and see, we'll see, you know, once, once I'm getting ready to, you know, do the financial <laughs> negotiations, I think, uh, you know, we, you know, we can have your people call it. Jacques. People. So, so, oh, so yeah. if you get Joe and I to help you, you know, give him the money he needs to get over here from Nigeria and then and Joe gets two, two people and I get two yeah, people, get two. <laughs> but it's not a pyramid scheme. Uh, but seriously, the fact that, um, Dark Biden had to go over to Saudi Arabia about a week ago, and you kind of wonder uh, uh, why all of a sudden did that trip have to come up in the books? But the thing is, everything on that came out on Monday and and their drum beating and all their bullshit on Tuesday, all the right speculating, and then on Wednesday, Merrick Garland played it perfectly, and then on Wednesday night, right. 10 o'clock East Coast time is when the Wall uh, Washington Post reported, oh, yeah, it specifically was nuclear, you know, <laughs> nuclear secrets. And, and the I'm hoping they get, you know, what? why wouldn't they give Donald Trump the fake password? I think they well, like one, two, three, four, five. That's the, the same kind of password that somebody would put on their luggage. Password is password. Right. Well, What's like, your password? Password. I mean, I mean, doesn't that thing constantly change or something like that? But, but then, well, it's also right. the capabilities and where they yeah, are right, and all, right. all these well, other things. It's the other things. stuff. It's right. the other it's stuff. Not yeah. just the I, it's not just the password. But, yeah. but yeah. the but funny you know thing what? is the, the, the Republican brass, like, you know, uh, McCartney and Mitch, they were supposed McCarthy. to have. McCarthy. McCarthy. They don't, were, they were don't, saying, right, don't bring in Paul McCartney. Not Sir this. Paul McCartney. They were supposed to have a big Thursday morning. We're going to pump our chest and do a big thing. Yeah. They all quietly backed out of it. And about seven or eight B listers from the crazy wing of the Republican party, they had a press conference and they got in front of the cameras and they wanted to know what the FBI was doing about Hunter Biden's laptop. Like literally <laughs> it's like, so nobody in the, in the, here's the best thing. So it's been about 72 hours since that broke. Have either of you gentlemen heard anybody of note in the Republican Party come out and say, no, this had nothing to do with nuclear technology? And no, of course he was in his right to have those documents lying about in a place where the FBI has dozens of times over the past six years identified, oh, this guy's an agent for this. Oh, this woman, you know, there was that Chinese woman spy who's in jail now or was in jail for a little while that they caught like illegally, like wandering around the facilities and stuff. Uh, well, you- Marjorie Taylor Greene did file articles of impeachment against Mary Garland. Yes. And, and seriously, the, the crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Is, is, is that a thing? I, I re- I'm reading words that she tweeted, so uh, and then she posted a link to some video of her giving a an ad hoc kind of press conference to a bunch of, you know, headline crazed reporters that are you know just more than willing to stick a microphone or camera in front of this bitch's face. And I say bitch in the most no, respectful. You, no, you no no. Oh no. I, you look, all of those performance artists, the Bobert and her, you know, and you go down the list. Um, She's an asshole. Take everything, personal feelings aside. Think about this for one second before you answer. Have any of them passed or brought legislation to the floor that actually helps either their constituents 
or the country. And, and, and the two years that they've been in office now, have any of those cra- the crazier crazy people, besides the performance art, the OAN appearances, you know, the, the grifting, the showing up at the Trump rallies, have any of them done any governance or is it completely performance theater? And I mean that. Have they done anything that you guys can can point to? Um, I don't know. Maybe did, didn't one of them try to make, you know, gun ownership, the national pastime uh, legally or something. I don't know. Like, like I said, anything, but I mean, look, but, but that's, I mean, that's how it is now. Right. Because you have like, say, let's just, you know, say both Kentucky senators voting against, against the, you know, the recent, recent inflation act because, you know, because it's, you know, being released by the wrong team, even though it literally helps, one of the poorest states in the nation. Can, can we throw something from. out there? Uh, as people who you guys have already established, you both love game shows. I love game shows. But I think more than game shows, uh, late night political comics <laughs> is my jam. What oh, John so you- Stewart did... The last couple weeks. Oh, for crying out loud. I thought you were going to say Dennis Miller. <laughs> Christ <laughs> sakes, Carvey. <laughs> Every time I hear Dennis Miller's name out, because I listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast with Dana Carvey, he cast a launch into a Christ <laughs> sakes, Carvey. Uh, uh, sorry, cha-cha. Uh, his Spuddly. Den- his his, his <laughs> Dennis Miller's war with John Mulaney over, oh, I'm going to get a sandwich, like somehow uh. pissed him. <laughs> Anyways, but staying on focus as much as my ADD can take. He said Dennis Miller. Uh, <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. Uh, but but seriously, what John Stewart did. Hey, did you uh, see that weekend update? Where, no, no, <laughs> what John <laughs> Stewart <Dennis> Miller... <laughs> did, what John Stewart did, completely embarrassing the GQP into retaking the vote because you're talking about the they the did burn not, the, the, yeah the pact act the, you know i mean but yeah. but let's look we've been talking about awful and and that's what to be honest that's what that side wants even if they're in the news and dominate the news being awful they rather dominate the news with the awful than the good let's talk about the good for a second gas prices nationwide have come down almost every day in the last 50 days the national average is now below $4 $4 Right, and, and, and it's which is one, a win. It's one of those things. Right where, no, I mean, it, look, like when when somebody's like, you know, you know, he murdered my puppy. Is headline news? Oh, you know, puppy found in doghouse out back is the retraction of page nine under the. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 but I would say, you know, I, I'll bet you our, you know, uh, our our friend Doctor Ross would say, you know what? You know, a sustained gas price increase is probably good because hey. <laughs> We we got we got this uh, this greenhouse gas thing to deal with. Yeah, we know? we are addicted to gasoline. We drive to yeah. like every literally every place. You know, like there's like you know tons of people in like especially in, in like remote areas where they drive like half an hour and wait in line to drop their kids off at school. Right. You know. Right. And they just wait in line to pick their kids up and it's like. What, well, do, you, what do you think is what do you think has been the you know this global warming effect of the invention of drive-throughs oh. where you have. Cars with their run- engines running for many, you know, to buy minutes dead, at a time. To buy me- dead cows, <laughs> Look, which are right. really contributing yeah. to the greenhouse. Right. On the way out of Dodge, Biff, what do you think the last thing, what do you think the first, what is the first thing and the last thing my boys and I did coming to and leaving L.A.? Uh, you killed a dead cow? No. We went through in and out <laughs> Yes. And, and the in and out by LAX, we went through in the drive-thru with Renetsky's 
bigger of the two monster trucks she has. It, it, it was about a half hour to go through that drive through but there's no other option. Like, you honestly would have to park. Anyways, but no, you're right. But here's the thing. I want well, to so say you, you honestly would have to park. That's, isn't that an option? It is an option, but we had all the luggage in the back. So it would have been a huge thing to take all the luggage out of the back of the pickup truck, put it in the Let's cab. Let's drill down further. Onto okay. the- <laughs> so, mm-hmm. hey, no, I want to be positive for a few seconds or may, here. You know, because maybe, you know, the other option was maybe go on another day other than the day you have all the luggage. I think that's another that's right no, by the airport. No, the whole thing is it's uh, on the way to the airport, the last thing the boys wanted, their last, uh-huh. you know, the last supper. Their last you know? meal before they get on a plane. Uh-huh. Exactly. It could yeah. be their last meal. Let's face it. Yeah, you know what? When they're dying of all the heat in, you know, 45 years, right. you know, they're going to have to look back they're, at this moment. I need those fries, man, animal style. Yeah, you know. True. Speaking of last no supper, no cleaning out. Do you remember at the last supper when Jesus said, "Hey, everybody on the side of the table, we're going to take a picture." <laughs> or when Jesus is looking at the bill from the last supper, and he's like, "Who ordered wine?" I can't believe you're burning off these jokes I'm right here, right here on the podcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I want to be, I want to be up and positive. The last couple weeks, Dark Biden has fucking kicked ass, and it did take John Stewart to get. The burn pit shit through. It actually took John Stewart single-handedly standing up and embarrassing the fuck out of the GOP to vote for it. There was still a bunch of pieces of shits. And I, I just don't know how any vet would ever vote for those guys who went out of their way, even after being embarrassed, to still vote against the money. Because it wasn't this thousand-piece document that had a bridge in Wyoming and a kickback there. This was a clean bill. These guys are dying. These guys have these medical issues. Yeah. It's been proven time and time. And and pieces of shit like Rand Paul to stand up and say no. But you know what? The administration got it through. Uh, it wasn't the gun legislation we want, but it was the first piece of gun legislation in over 20 years it got through. Just this past Thursday, the Senate, and I think either Biff or Joe, one of yeah. you guys have already said it, it passed unanimously with Democrats. Not one Republican voted for it, but it is the most proactive um Inflation reduction and, and inflation, you know, support. Oh, by the way, the biggest greenhouse, gas, everything, environmental yeah, yeah. bill passed ever. ever. Those are huge historical things. Republicans <laughs> right. don't want to be called anti-inflation. They're more pro-money than anything. <laughs> but it's been a great, I mean, the thing is, it's been a really great week for Democrats. It's been a real, which in turn is a great week for the country. Um, on the other hand, no Republican is coming out and saying, yeah, except there's two Republicans, you know, on the January 6th committee who Liz Cheney is about to lose her seat. Um, she's about to lose her seat by like 30 points to a woman who is a 9-11 truther mm. and is a ah. uh, mass shooting truther mm. and is an election truther. There are like eight quotes around the word truther, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 but but none of them. Uh, you know, you don't hear the moderates like Mitt Romney standing up saying, yeah. Yeah, Donnie, three scoops. If you have nuclear secrets that you're keeping, and, and and the funny thing is all the backpedaling that they're doing because it's like they had no right to go in. Well, here's the paperwork that showed they had the right to go in. Oh, well, they could have done it in other ways. Well, we gave him a year to give it back. Then we went down and picked everything up ourselves. Then we realized he didn't give us everything. So we gave him a subpoena in June. Which he ignored. If the FBI can do this to a former president, just think what they could do to you. 
was something was tweeted by like by the a House, lot of them. Was it the yeah. GOP? The Judiciary, GOP, yeah. the Judiciary Committee or something? So, and look, hey, the House Committee. We, we both agree that Biff is a piece of shit holding on to nuclear weapons or, or nuclear information. And nuclear. his house should uh, be It's written. pronounced nuclear. 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 <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, that's, yeah. And, and then people like Titus is like, yes. Everybody out there who has top secret that they've been subpoenaed to give back and has it might be righted by them. Speaking of the FBI, uh, Biff, if you got really upset and agitated because, let's say, the FBI, you know, shut down the NHL network, how how would you handle it? Would you go fight them one on one, mano a mano? Listen, oh, you know what? I'm just generally not a gun guy, gun guy to start with, and you know, you know, not not saying that it's anything wrong with you know just responsible gun ownership and so on. But I think in general, like starting a gunfight, I think in all cases is a bad idea. And then picking the FBI as your opponent, like when you're the, when you're kind of trying to do a gunfight against the organization that they call in when they want to have you know have somebody sharp shot to death, I'm thinking that that's a bad selection of opponents. I'm just saying. So look. The guy did have an AK-15 or an AR-15. Let's frame this story before we okay. start oh, jumping yes. into the Go details. Ahead, Thank so you. how? what the fuck is, is Jacques talking about? You asking every day of your life? Um, <laughs> in this instance, he's talking about a man who apparently in Cincinnati took it upon himself to you know, fight for his right to take down the FBI single-handedly. So he... Uh, went in uh, kind of guns a blazing to the FBI office in Cincinnati. Well, or not really. He, he, kind, of went, shoot. Like, he, he kind of went in guns a blazing with a nail gun. He yes, started yeah. off. Right. I didn't say which gun. <laughs> nail gun. But, right. But it was the later one was an actual gunfight, right? So he started with a nail gun into the FBI building. And they had real And then guns. I thought there was a chase and it went back to his house. He wouldn't surrender and it turned into a gunfight. Uh, now, now, I will say. And it will be backed up. We can have him on the podcast. Our friend John made a good deal of money over a nail gun misfire that killed a dude. Yeah. <laughs> so so we know they're deadly. But if you're going to fight windmills in your first weapon, let's see. I have the Bowie knife. I have the, uh, oh, got the AK. Hold on. Right, got a nail gun here. Did he? Was it? Did he carry like? Was the air compressor on a holster? Because those things. I don't know the details of how what his plan was, but you know. Uh, but that's that's one of those suicide by cop type thing. I mean, there's no way he thought because it's funny how many people again. How like, old of a guy was he? He's my age. He's in fifty, late forties. Oh 40s, yeah, so he had nothing 50s. to live for. He was at the end. No, of he's done. He should. He, it's he, over. Out. Life expectancy. But seriously, I love when. Christopher Titus says things like, yeah, you and your well-regulated militias with your AK-15s keep forgetting the government has drones. <laughs> like, like, like we got to have these in case the government gets out of hand. You mean with their drones? <laughs> like, the, you know, the guy that they took out. Oh, that's another thing. And Dark Biden took out the head of Al-Qaeda this week. Ah, uh, yes. You know, oh, yeah, successfully. Successfully, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, the guy was like doing something a very routine thing like on by clockwork like clockwork he was like would he go onto a balcony at a certain time every saturday or something like that and and, just you know i'm just gonna go out for my saturday public stroll out to my balcony where nobody can no possibly no, no civilian casualties i mean it was a it was a perfectly executed but, execution yeah it was a duck shot and and, and duck shoot. the fact that another thing i mean seriously and that's Turkey one of those shoot. things i remember the day 
that they got Osama bin Laden. I implore anybody listening, go to YouTube, look up the footage from Fox News the following morning. They were not only speechless, the woman host at the time, they started to try to spin it and try to, sh- you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, well, blah, just started to cry because they couldn't say anything bad about black about guy in the tan suit that day. Yeah. And Hillary. It, well, no, she plenty oh, of, yeah, you know, right. but, but, but seriously, it was one of those things where, Oh, it was, we started a 20 year war to get the guy. You didn't get him. The black guy in the tan suit did. Uh, but it was funny again this week when they, you know, the people like the daily show, a beat the footage between backing Donnie four scoops, having, nuclear code or nuclear information that may or may not have he did sell to the Saudis versus I guess a few weeks ago, Joe Biden stopped the motorcade to get an ice cream and the cost to have the secret service get out of the car and go in and secure the location. Honestly, it was hysterical, but it's been a great week for dark body. So I don't understand this dark body. Is this a your thing? Oh no, no, it's a, oh that's the the they're trying yeah. to make him they're trying to combat Sleepy Joe. It's that, oh the, the laser eye it's the laser eye Biden. Oh the, the mean that laser thing. eye oh. Biden thing, right? You know, so, from I'm, the boys. Yeah. Uh, oh see I don't know what you guys are okay. talking about. So Joe, I'll ask you, what happens next? What, what do you think transpires over the next week? What do you think what do you think Donnie Four Scoops next couple weeks are? And the best thing is, look, the people who are part of the Lincoln Project are part of the fucking problem. They were all backers of Bush. They were all backers of the war in Iraq. They all were backers of what's the guy who used to be the Speaker of the House, uh, Paul Ryan. But it went too far for them. Please tell me you guys have seen their latest ad where the woman is talking. It's like, so who sold you out, Donnie? Was it this? Was it Ivanka? Like, the panic that is setting in because somebody told them exactly what was there and where it was. So the FBI knew that he had this information, but somebody told him exactly where it is. And um, I don't know, Joe, what do you think happens next couple of weeks in Donnie's land? Um, well, I would say that such as places like Mar-a-Lago and such as <laughs> uh, the Iraqs, um, where is, as the nuclear codes um, have uh, such as the... Um, FBI, well, whereas heretofore, such as heretofore, uh, three, two, one. And that was the contestant <laughs> from South Carolina. We thank you very much. What about you, Biff? What do you think happens in the next I couple mean, weeks? I mean, not, not to do I mean, the same you, thing. You summed it up perfectly. I mean, I think I, I, t- I, think I took Biff's I mean, answer, we're, really. We're in uncharted waters, right? This is uncharted waters. It's like, yeah, like oh, how, it's, you're trying to, you, you, wait, wait, time out. Let's, let's, let's dissect the absurdity of Jacques asking an idiot like myself, who is not very, not political. Uh, minded to to try to predict Donald Trump's reactions, like theologians, you know, a hundred years from now are still going to try to predict what he had done, you know, because even after it happened, they're gonna be like, Wait "What do you think the FBI does? What do you do? You, okay, so they 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 evaluate. They got the documents. They got it back, and they're like, "Oh fuck." These were the documents. Nothing happened. Oh. No, and okay. Uh, uh, bottom line, nothing happens. Like in the grand scheme of things, he lives another fifteen years. He may get reelected president again because nothing matters. It's it's all wacky town USA. The latest, the latest that uh, that came out yesterday is the FBI is fingerprinting 
to see whose yeah. fingers. Ha- literally, they want to find out. Yeah, maybe he faxed this to a couple people, but who came in? Can't they just like brush the Cheeto dust off the documents <laughs> for DNA? I mean, oh well, you know, you know, you know what, you know what, I, you know, if if not, I know, I know the likelihood, as you say, is nothing's going to happen. But I think in a in a kind of a comical way, like. I'm I'm presuming the key players aren't going anywhere, but what if Eric, you know, went to jail? I think that would be kind of funny. Nothing's gonna, you know, what's gonna happen? The first hole at his Mar-a-Lago uh, golf course is gonna start smelling pretty badly because I'm sure that's a shallow grave. <laughs> There's, uh, I'm, I'm honestly, I, I'm optimistic because I, be, between what's going on in New York with that you know, civil case and that fraud and people turning on him, the Georgia thing isn't going away. The George, and January 6th, look, Liz Cheney knows she's about to lose her election. I think it's on Tuesday. So, And yeah. so she's got four months in office. She is honestly going scorched earth because she's looking at being the savior of the Republican Party. She honestly believes, I think, she believes this wave of crazy is going to crest at one point. It's going to, this house of cards is going to come down at one point. The people like... You know, in, in power right now, who like they had Ron Johnson, that you know the congressman had his phone seized. He was one of the big January sixth insiders who was giving tours to people. I think Liz Cheney realizes I'm going to be the one Republican who can run for president in four years and say, "Look, I'm a moderate. I stood. I didn't. I stood up to him then. I stood up to him now. I lost my bubble." I think she is playing the long game, but I think where she has nothing to lose, she goes scorched earth. And I think that's a real hot, and you know, eventually that kind of pushes her climb to the president. And I think that eventually it'll come out that when you looked under her scalps, there's three sixes in a pyramid. Yeah. Because no, no. Well, I mean, honestly, I think, what, does she have a career in politics? Oh, 100%. She is, she's in for long. No. Oh, she's not, she's not, well, I mean, is she, not going to take the uh, the route of like you know putting out book. Well, I guess oh, every, yeah. every, all politicians she'll, put out she'll definitely put out a book in the next two years. But she'll come back. Like, look, she's going to help put some people away. She's not going to be a co-host on the View. She is going. She's a piece yeah. of shit. Like, like let's face it, because she was one of the hundred and two people who voted against the bill in in the House um, yeah. on Friday. Mm-hmm. She's she still votes. You know, she she didn't vote to support. Uh, marriage, well, marriage. Yeah. She, listen, all this thing has not made her like, you know, poor people or brown people any more than, you know, right? I mean, yeah. So, well, so, so, she, so, but at least look, we, we, like Biden and the administration has had the most successful 18 months in office. Like historically, the amount of legislation that has been passed and I like to point out legislation that actually helps people, that helps the environment, that helps planet. Again, we got a a gun bill through. Is it what we wanted? Is it really have a lot of teeth in it? No. But the dam has broken where they got something through. You go down the list of the accomplishments, gasping under four, all that bullshit. Um, It it has been a great week. Plus, just in the last week, um, there's no more COVID war in the Ukraine, right? That's over? It's It's all done? Yeah. We're good? It was pretty great. All right. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I, I I don't know. This is too much. I don't have enough bandwidth to follow all the awful. I mean, I came back from L.A. without COVID, you know, so that was a big thing. You know, uh, every time I'm going to get off a plane for the next 20 years, I'm going to assume. Well, hey, I me mean, and everybody on the plane has it. Right. I mean, as <laughs> you know, I did take a plane trip and uh, a couple of days after that, 
I got one of the, you know, I have those notification apps that uh, tracks essentially activity by Bluetooth and who reports that they have COVID. So I got one of those things. Hey, you had a close, you were in a close proximity of a person who reported, you know, to have COVID. And it's like, oh, great. Right. But you survived. So, so uh, let's, let's talk about fun election stuff um, across the pond, not that pond, the other pond. Uh, what's happening in Japan these days, Biff? I don't know. I mean, I, didn't they put a crime thing in there? Yes, uh, and it says election tampering. How the hell should I know? Wait, what was that one? Blow the yeah, hand yeah. off. Wow. That was a I fucking layup, Biff. Totally forgot what I put up there. That's right. You know what? I was actually thinking of another stupid thing, and then I think I decided against that one. So You're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. <laughs> that that takes so much more effort. Not you know, there's fully. water. Modern technology has a much better delivery mechanism. Uh, what I am know, I talking right. about here? Uh, you're giving away trade secrets. Anyway, so did you know that like tampering with like election posters is a crime in Japan? There literally is, you know, like an, an election, you know, improprieties act or something like that in Japan. Hmm. Well, I was so, hoping. So, so, so that's election tampering, basically. Joe and I right. watched the clips. Um, he was yeah. trying to find. He was able to find the subtitling button on YouTube, yeah, thought, but it yeah. subtitled it in Japanese. By the time I got to the auto translate uh, button, the video had ended, and you uh, had to join yeah. us. But it was, um, you know, I was I was a little disappointed because oh, there's going to be graffiti on this, and of course you figured they were going to write dicks on the posters but <laughs> but what what there was what were they writing on the posters so i think on many of them he wrote the letter z right or z there were two symbols uh right. so one of them i don't know one, one on the woman's forehead yeah, yeah the, one was one right. looked different than the other yeah but there were definitely zeds and i don't know if you caught during the during the video they had showed uh, photos of uh, videos of tanks correct and apparently that's what the ukrainians are putting z's on the back of the um Russian tank. So he apparently interpreted that to say, hey, Z means bad. <laughs> Z means evil. Oh. So that's that was the meaning behind the Zs on the forehead of these evil politicians. And, and but you know what the most amazing part about, about this whole thing is? They were able that, to find like, which guy did it? Absolutely. I mean, right? I mean, obviously, aside from the, you know, the usual jokes. I mean, seriously. <laughs> seriously. No, I was being serious at the fact that it's like no. it's such a minor crime, but they were able to spend the resources to track him down. It's like, when was the last time anybody was like, you know, caught graffiti in this country? And do they even bother chasing them? No. Right? I mean, the last so. time somebody was caught graffiti that I can remember, it was Bart Simpson. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and when they were living and what country did they have? To, they were in that he got that he was going to get caned. Oh, so was it Singapore? And 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 they negotiated with the embassy that yes, he was going to get caned, but then when he dropped his pants, oh no, that was spanked. Australia. Yeah, he besmirched. No, he made a prank phone call to Australia. You're kind of conflating the story of the Singapore kid who was actually caned. no, no, because oh. the Simpsons, I swear, did, oh, was did. another one. And so when Bart dropped his pants, he had like their flag that was Australia on his butt, yeah. and so they didn't want to. Well, he like, made he made a he made a prank phone call to Australia, and then oh, then that yeah, that was yeah, yeah okay yeah. But he was gonna get caned, is the thing, and he wrote a picture on his butt that they he was gonna get booted, booted. They didn't have caning yeah. over; they have booting, uh, where the prime minister puts on a big boot and ceremoniously, you know, kicks the uh, perpetrator bare assed, <clears> and at the last minute, Bart Simpson dodged 
pull his pants down and then said, like, eat my shorts. And had the, uh, uh, you know what? Go watch The Simpsons. It's a much <laughs> yeah, better yeah. show than this podcast. So, uh, everything. <laughs> so one, one more thing about my homeland, though, because um, you know, I don't know if you saw uh, you know, when the Abe assassination happened. If it wasn't politically motivated, what, what, what could it be, right? I mean, our, our friend Dr. Cook t- tweeted that out. So, and I don't know if you if you've been following it, but the reason the reason for the assassination was that uh, his mother, the the, uh, the assassin's mother, was in this kind of um, uh, Reverend Moon derivative cult church, Ooh. and basically, you know, gave away the family's you know financial assets to this church, and it, it basically ruined his family. He was angry at the family, and then. He associated Abe with the organization because there was actually, uh, it, it there was this th- this kind of a video kind of a event for this uh, for this church, and so and Abe does a cameo on it. Oh, and, it, and, he, and he took and that then, as an endorsement. Right, right. Now, do you know who else did a cameo on that event? Lady Gaga. <laughs> Come on, come on. Who I mean, who's a person that'll take any money any way they come? Oh god. Gilbert Godfrey. No, no, no. <laughs> uh uh um oh I see his face. Uh uh the QAnon guy. No, 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 no. Let, let's just say, let's just say if Abed did, did it, Abed, the former prime minister of Japan, did it. What other former head of state might Johnny do Four it? Scoops? Don. <laughs> Uh, I, I was thinking like lower, like Giuliani or no, 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 wow. no. Wow. Anyway, so I did. If so, I didn't know any better, so, I'd say he's a piece of shit. But hey, uh, but yeah. So that was the reason. And you know what? The funny thing is, they just the church just renamed their you know organization because you know uh-huh. coincidentally, you know we don't know why. Right. It's kind of like when so, the KKK yeah. renamed themselves the uh, National Rifle Association. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done, Joe. Any game show news? Um, let's see. Well, there are new game shows that I haven't been watching. Uh, you know, there is the Summer of Fun and Games on ABC, I as understand. you well know. Oops, yeah. There's new. There's a, wow. a fourth season of Pressure Luck on the air right now, and that's actually more seasons than the original Pressure Luck went. Not as many episodes, but still. Um, but you know, that's like their crown jewel of the summer. ABC. And are you studying? The pattern? The map, no, just... you can't. You, you know, the, the, that's unbreakable now. Unbreakable. <laughs> but uh, they're having actually old contestants from the '80s come back and play. And oh like, my god! So yeah, and they're playing. That's... They're playing clips of you know Peter Tamarkin and, right. and you know. So it's like nice. They they know who they're playing. Yeah, so okay. me. Basically me. So and Rodney. Right. And Rodney. Rodney. Oh God bless you. Oh, but there is a, a weird like. I'm waiting for the like, the death toll on this show to just go up exponentially that fox has this new show no maybe not no no is it fox or maybe it is abc they have a show called it is abc it's called um oh the uh the final straw and it's a basically it's a it's a it's an absurd jenga type game where they bring like two there's no audience it's a large dark studio yeah. And they stage this massive tower of items that are usually like themed and it's very well done. But there's like picture like an elaborate birthday cake with multiple layers. But instead, it's like the first layer is like, you know, a bunch of chairs. And then the second layer is like a bunch of lamps and whatever. And then there's like little discs or there's like or big discs between each layer. And there's um there's like this 
rotating like staircase ladder type thing where you can try to get up to the upper levels and each team has to have a contestant designated to pull one item out of the stack at a time <laughs> and then whoever you know makes it fall loses but when this thing falls it's literally like 30 feet tall this this it, I, if you're on a staircase and it topples towards you you're gone i don't know how they get these do people they wear helmets or anything no just, no wow. they're just like regular people one's coaching the other and then once they touch whatever they're going to pull they have to pull it and I, there are people on the uh, like in the proximity of the splash zone if you will <laughs> on the ground like just like it looks like they're barely getting out of the way. I don't know if that's creative editing or what. And I know that this thing, these things are head edited to shit, but it's just like somebody's going to die on this show. Like, I don't know. I mean, there was another show back in the early two thousands where like they had somebody sitting like an, essentially, you know, like an electric chair. It was called the hot seat. Yes. With John McEnroe. Yeah. With John McEnroe. And I think they just turned up the heat on this chair as they were asking them trivia questions. But like, yeah, this show is like, it's the dumbest show on television. And I don't get, but I watched it because it was like, it's a new show. And I'm like, let's see what the hell this and is. And it's on television. You're right. And it's on, <laughs> what else am I doing? But yeah, it's like the dumbest show. Um, so I don't recommend that. And then there's another show that Jimmy Kimmel produced. <laughs> you broke it down for 10 minutes. Listen, I don't recommend that. I only watched it to find out how to stop watching it. <laughs> and then there's another show that Jimmy Kimmel produces that's hosted by Kelly Ripa on ABC called Generation Gap. And it's kind of a lame show where they take um, a father, like an older person and a younger person, uh, two teams of like an older person and a younger person. And they are asked questions about like, all right, here's a picture of a man. Who is it? And it's like Pee Wee Herman or something like that. Or, you know, somebody from, you know, uh, somebody more like, like Lizzo. They'll show a picture of Lizzo and ask an older person, who is that? And then they just have to guess what it is. And it's a, it's a decent premise. But then... But then, here's the big F.U. moment, and I don't know how far they're going to go with this. So the winner goes to the final round, right? And the final round is they have a large stage where they have two items. It's like a, a brand new, you know, $40,000 car or um, like a little kid's arcade game. And it's like the they have to have like a member of their family choose which one they want which prize they want. And it's like, well, yeah, you take the fucking car. No, not if the person making the choice is literally a three-year-old toddler. (laughs) (laughs) So they have the episode I watched, they have a toddler from the member of the, uh, a toddler from the family, you know, sit with Kelly Ripa and and she's explaining, it's like, which one do you want? Now you walk to the one that you want to take home with you. Do you want the car or do you want this Paw Patrol arcade game? (laughs) And of course he goes to the arcade game and it's like, okay, there's your fucking prize. Fuck off. Good night. And it's just like, well, they had money from the game, but then it's just like, but what, what kind of fuck you is that to the? Is there is there somebody from social services behind the curtain, <laughs> ready to put that child in some kind of protection? I mean, look, I, w- I loved my boys when they were three. <laughs> but if, if they if they chose an Imagine X Batman set versus a car, look. Well, what if the car was the Batmobile? W- w- right. Well, yeah. then they might have picked that. Yeah. But but hey, at that point, management and I were young enough to have another one. Yeah. We, we, we would we would just. Fucking cut our losses. That child is now property of ABC. Oh, hey, speaking of cutting your losses. So, Biff, you would enjoy this. Management, aside from following Duran Duran around the world, last week 
went to Fenway Park to see Joan Jett. Um, All of that, yeah. Joan Jett, Molly Crew, Poison, and um, Def Def Leppard. Leppard, uh, Def Leppard. So she said Joan Jett was fun. Uh, but Joan Jett and Poison had to cut their sets by three or four songs because a huge thunderstorm rolled through and pushed the show back for an hour. So Joan Jett had to do a shorter set. Um, Poison had to do a, a She said, and you got to look this up. Who is the guitar player for Def Leppard? Do you know? Which one? Well, whatever. There's Phil, there's Phil Collin and Vivian Campbell. I think it's Phil. Uh-huh. I guess he's 60 yeah. or 61 years old. Is yeah, a yeah, yeah. vegan bodybuilder. Oh, oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking he, god! The he's guy, a looking man, it's it, it's amazing looking. He's sixty one, yeah. fucking killing it. So Molly Crew comes out. Uh, management and I saw them at a weenie roast like fifteen years ago. He couldn't finish two or three songs. Vince Neil, Vince Neil, yeah, he's a mess. Couldn't get through two. So I guess at one point of the show, so management said the median age was probably late 40s, early 50s. Some people there were families, like, you know, like like mom who's 50, taking her 25-year-old daughter type thing. It was not a family thing, but it was an older crowd mixed thing. Uh, Tommy Lee decides, you know, hey, you know, this isn't as much fun when we used to come to Boston. I haven't seen any titties. Literally gets to yeah. the mic and starts asking. Yeah. And, and management is there with another friend in her age group. She's like, is this is this really fun? Rock and roll, two, baby. After time's up, after all this shit. And he basically. He, he likes me too, as in show me two titties. <laughs> and then after basically holding up the show until a few girls flashed, wouldn't play until he started flashing. She's like, we, we. Stood here in the rain. We took two hours to get here. So did Ellen do it? For this. Oh, yeah. Well, you just look, she won't hear the rest of the fucking Right. Set, I mean, man. come on. You know, but she was like, oh, my God. And then two days later, the piece of shit, like, takes a picture of his cock and puts it on Twitter. It's like, dude. Is it his new profile pic? You know, <laughs> I, I, it's like, yeah, dude, I get I, that. Have you seen pa- Pam and Tommy? I have. I have no desire. It's so, f- like, I, I didn't want, I didn't finish it, but it is funny. It's Look, uh, Seth Rogen. No, um, no yeah. desire. I, I watched the Pistols thing on Hulu. It's fucking, that uh, was great. you know, uh, what's his name? Sebastian. Um, uh, yeah, the guy. Sebastian. The, the guy. Uh, what, yeah. What's it? What is, oh, I'm blanking. Oh, oh right, right. Sh- Winter, uh, Soldier. Uh, uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Right. Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah, he plays Tommy Lee. And Stan. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, who played Black Panther? <laughs> Chadwick. But well, who played Black Panther? Did you see the new Black Panther? You don't watch trailers. No, no, Bo. I, so I don't know anything about it. I'm just hoping there's his a black sister. There is a Black Panther too. Yeah, I don't no, want to spoil it no, for no. you. I know, I know it's coming out, but I'm hoping it's a sister. It's called from... Wakanda Forever. Oh, I spoiled it. There you go. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Uh, so <laughs> Wakanda you know, expires on April 17th. That's what he meant to say. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I, you know, uh, let's talk about sports for just a second. Um, I didn't even know. That, that the NFL preseason had started. I don't fucking care. I know one of the last couple Patriots who I give a shit about, James White, retired the other day. But uh, it looks like um, this season, the GOAT, TB12, Tom Brady's starting off 0-1 with marriages. Yeah, something's <laughs> happening, right, for personal reasons, right? Yeah. What's so, happening? So let's uh, review. He's taking – so he, he had pre-scheduled some time away – from preseason, you know, training 
to take care of personal reasons, to personal matters. And then they, they didn't get into specifics, but you seem to know more specifics. It, it's coming out that he's his it's a divorce. That that's uh, that's what they're that's what the insiders and it's great because he goes down to Tampa wins. <laughs> Wait, who are the who are the insiders? Are they like Oh like 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 NFL like blue okay. check mark people are in and okay. around the teams and in and around his inner circle with X-Pats have you seen who gets like blue check marks i just wanted to no well you know what i mean pe- 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 <laughs> and not me i'm not the one out there saying you know oh giselle's finally had it and because as devout patriot fans as joe and i were it was a good his last 10 years here there was more than rumbling that his wife is ready for the next chapter of their life and his yeah. last few years he cut back from football taking up 13 months of the year and he cut it down to 11 and a half months <laughs> of the year. But his last few years with the Pats, he did. He didn't show up for the OTAs. He would go to Montana and post clips. Look, I'm out here training, but he wasn't making football 12 months of the year. Right. And it was very publicly kept quiet that he was doing it for family reasons, spending more time down at Carnival as we've already mentioned in the show and, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, so in the offseason, he gets the coach promoted to the front office. <laughs> like, mm, like yeah, they sure. got they got Bruce Arian to come out of retirement. And even when they won the Super Bowl, that first year in Tampa, think Bruce Arians threw him under the bus a few times. And I think that's the first time Tom Brady realized, oh, I guess I guess maybe I was 51% and Bill was 49%, but I guess he didn't throw me under the bus every time we fucking <laughs> lost a game. And Bruce Allen did that. So he got him promoted to the front office uh, and signs a new contract, gets the owner of the Dolphins suspended for tampering because Brady came out and said, oh, yeah, he offered me a contract to come play there. It's like, so he Dolphin fans still fight. He's out of the division. He's yeah. out of the conference. Right. But he's still fucking their team. Oh, and you know what? Um, good for them. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, I like it. All, all the pain that, you know, you remember that game where the Patriots won and then the Dolphins, the flea flicker, yes. and Gronk made that awful tackle attempt. And 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 it kept the Patriots from being 13-3 that season. They were only 12-4, and four, won the Super Bowl. But Miami... It turned the corner. That's the year they were seven and nine because of that big win. So fuck them. But yeah, so so Tom Brady's 0 and 1 with marriages. Well, you know, you got something in common well, with him. Know. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm one for one. Game's not over yet. You know, maybe I'm 0 1 and 1. We we'll call this one a tie. You know, the seven happiest years of my life. You've been together 19, Chuck. I stand by what I said. Um, Anyways, Biff, you got nothing with sports because hockey's not happening. So tell us what you're watching this week, Biff. I had no idea. Probably, I'm going to probably watch my usual rotation of Japanese news and all-girl heavy metal fans from Japan. I, I actually do need to catch up on you. Know, hopefully by next time I'll have something that I've watched. It may be something new. Like murderers there in really the building? Is nothing on. Oh, there's so much great stuff on. There's so much great. What what are you watching, Joe? I'm uh, anticipating the series finale. By the time you hear this podcast, it will have aired probably, of Better Call Saul. Uh, Such fine television that Better Call Saul is. That Bob Odenkirk, man, can um, can he act? I mean, for as far as you can take the character of Saul Goodman. Just perfect. Do you, do you have to watch that Breaking Bad to act, or can you uh, just? Watch you don't it? have oh. to, but it's you know it's pretty. You'll appreciate it a lot more. But Better I Call see. Saul, 
stands alone, uh, stands very, very well on its own right. without having right. to rely heavily. I mean, but it, there's a lot yeah. of like, oh, there's just, that just guy. like the Star Wars prequels. You don't have to watch the original. Right. You can enjoy Rogue, enjoy Rogue One. Rogue, right. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. No, but these this is like very like he they should win all the Emmys this year. Like this is such compelling television. It's very good. It's on AMC if you don't know by now. What's wrong yeah. with you people? But you know what I'm not watching? Batgirl. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had to bring it up. I had to. I was like, it's not on the rundown. I'm looking at the way. No. You know what? My dad leaving when I was six isn't on the rundown either. You want to talk about that for a little bit? Why not? You have it on the bulletin board up there. Every time I leave this place, I look at a board that has all of his uh, comedy quote ideas. And the first topic. (laughs) The first topic says dad left. And it's just like. You know, it's kind of like, a, you know, what do they have um, at Notre Dame, that sign that you oh, hit? Yeah. Or oh, Ted Lasso, the belief. Ted, yeah, the belief that's your belief sign. <laughs> Instead of no, believe, it says dad. <laughs> you know, your sign says leave. Your sign just says dad leave. I mean, but anyway, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, Jacques, if you're ever going to, re- you know, do some, uh, you know, uh, rehab to your house, you know, maybe you should draw, you know, a painting of your dad's back of your dad's car driving away and all of the doors <laughs> right. on the inside. So as you leave, why, right. why is all the picture of your dad just, just the back recreate, of his head? Please. That's all I remember. Yeah, just get to re- recreate the license plate. Um, oh, yeah. But, but yeah, Batgirl. So uh, briefly, Batgirl is a movie that was filmed and screened and apparently stunk. According to one CEO of a certain company, one CEO, and it's like every look, Michael Keaton. You got Michael Keaton to put on the cape and cowl after thirty-five years. Spoilers, and you're cutting a movie with just for the. But the you know the insinuous thing is everyone's like, yeah, if they don't release it, they get a ninety million dollar tax write-off this year. Right. Well, it's just you know Discovery Channel basically owns Warner Brothers now, which is fucking bizarre. All the other things, so. Look, I, I I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. I love DC. I you love know? Lamp. I love Lamp. Are you just saying words? <laughs> but but so but DC. I, I, can't and I was get... waiting for one of you guys to go to the big butts, but it just never. Oh happened. right, I cannot. Well, I cannot lie. <laughs> right. So the... <laughs> you other brothers can't deny. <laughs> but with that said, DC can't get out of its own fuck. The biggest superhero ever is Superman will always be. And the fact that there's been two standalone Superman movies in the last like 40 years is fucking insane. You know how many Harley Quinn's active Harley Quinn actors are there are now? Yeah, there's like four. four. Right. Four Harley Quinn's. Superman has in the time between uh the Brendan Ross Superman and the um Oh, what's what's his name? Henry really Cabell. Henry Cabell. There was not. Oh, actually, who's the new Superman on the CW wait, wait, wait. show? There wasn't th- in between. Oh, in between the big screen two yeah, Superman yeah. movies. In between those two movies, yeah. Uh, uh, they kicked a field goal, not with three different Spider Men, but two Spider Man trilogies, and Andrew Garfield had two. They did honestly eight incredibly successful movies. Of Spider-Man in between the two Superman movies, and you can't fucking get, and they can't get out of their own way. And it, and they're look the Flash movie, you, you gotta cancel it. You don't have no. a chance. Like Ezra well, Miller, there are three is, there are three shit. options on the table apparently. Okay. Uh, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, depending on what the charges come out to be, or what how, what how it plays out, maybe they have Ezra Miller do limited press and then they release it, or they release it and he does no press. 
or option C, the nu- the nuclear option is um, the 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 Batgirl option. They yeah. just uh, they, they, and, they, they and, take and it there's out. There's also uh, you love Cobra Kai, right? I do. Uh, who was uh, who was the kid from? Um, is was he from Nicaragua? Johnny's disciple. Oh, uh, with Miguel, the guy Miguel. Miguel. He left the show, or he wasn't in the last season that much. Oh yeah, because he went off to do the Blue Beetle. Oh, and he bulked up to do that. Guess what? Also is shot and done that is on uh, we might not release this a latino led movie right you got uh, you got you know a a woman of color background movie that you're scrapping you got a latino like dude i'm waiting for the duck dynasty movie to come out you know like what what fucking what shows are on discovery like ice trucker ice road truckers is that like that's that's a whole fucked up thing it's like dude it's kind of, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it, it, Kevin Smith, who is much smarter than the three of us collectively, knows more about com. has forgot more about comics than all ever know. He flat out says it's like, yeah, just because of these are these are, you know, people of color driven projects. Right. And you're canceling them. And you, at the same time, you're trying to get Ben Affleck to come back. It's a bad look. It's a real bad look. But I mean, look at the same. Are okay. the boys uh, uh, proud of this? At, at DC, are the proud boys at DC <laughs> really going to cancel Ooh, all ha. the? Hi-oh. but um, but no. Uh, even though, even if it's not racially motivated, which it might be, but even if it isn't, and maybe let's say it is a big fucking stinker, you know, let it stink. Right. You've done worse. Put it on the streaming thing. Yeah. You don't and, promote it. Well, or or is this all part of the plan? Taking taking it up from the inside, you know, where they're saying they're taking away the movie and they're going, no, 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 no. They're building up all this like hype, like, no, 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 bring it back. And then they, then they, then they take, then they succumb to like back by popular demand. Here's your Batgirl movie. Well, the and then they is, flood the, you know, it's going to get out. Yeah. It, that's, that's the thing. We'll see it's it like, on, uh, you know, daily motion. But they don't Vimeo. care, right? They don't really care if it gets out, right? They just, if they just want the tax, if break. they get their $90 million taxing, they just can't be right? legally, uh, it can't be legitimately released by right. Warner Brothers. If somebody stole it, is it? Oh no, that's horrible! Catch the people who did this to it. <laughs> right, and they probably would go after. <laughs> no, it. it oh. um, so I, you know, as normal, I'm watching way too much television. Uh, management, I just binged watched a fun series on Amazon. I think it's called Paper Girls, about four twelve-year-old girls. 1988, uh, you know, Go delivering on. papers outside, you know, a small, you know, uh, a, a town outside of um, Cleveland in 1988. And it's uh, cool. It takes a couple twists. I, I don't, you can't say anything without giving it away what happens at the end of the first episode, but it's fun. You know, it's it, it's it's in the Stranger Things realm. It, oh, it, it's like, it's uh, a supernatural. Yeah. It, it's not a, well, at one point, I did look at my wife and say, when does this become the sister of the traveling pants? Am I really watching this come of age, 12-year-old? I, and I looked at my ankle bracelet, and I called my parole. Like, Am I allowed to watch this? Ah. Does this violate something? No, but that's okay. Uh, but, you know, loot on Apple TV is great. Oh. I, Maya Rudolph, you know, she's she divorces her husband, who's kind of like a Bill Gates Kind of uh, Jeff Bezos, and she becomes the third richest woman in the world. Oh, so she's it's 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 a Jeff Bezos's ex wife story. Kind of, but you know, it's like it's it's fun. It's it's a fun story. Nice. But my Rudolph's, she's just fucking fantastic in everything. She yeah, does. I have to watch that yeah. show. I'm I'm watching the rehearsal. You might not like it because 
you, you feel good about things. And I know when you, <laughs> when you watch things, what's that, that smile? Yeah, it's like it has some conflict. It has some up and downs. But you know what? It's not a show where everybody's shitty and and you try to out shitty the next guy to get one rung up on the ladder. It's not that. So it's a little. All right, I'm out. I feel, you know, you feel things now, sometimes. I feel things when I'm watching other shows. I will tell you, last night, management and I watched and uh, watched Lightyear. So with, with your kid, did you see the first, uh, Biff, did you see the first Toy Story in the theater? Was that a big thing with your kid? Uh, that was before his kid was born. Yeah, I think the first Toy Story was before he 95. was born. 95. Your yeah. kid was born in 2000, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, 99. 99, okay. but still, yeah. Okay. So so it's um so we watched Lightyear Management and I last night. It it was perfect. It 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 honestly it hit all the right notes. You laughed. It had so many little nods to the original. It also had lines from Every science fiction movie ever. Yeah. There was a little something in there for Star Trek nerds. There was stuff for Star Wars nerds. There was stuff for 2001 Space Odyssey nerds. Uh, it's basically a movie made for me. Uh, but there was. It was like, you know, actual lines that, you know, he would say when you pull the string from Toy Story. Because this is the movie. Uh. That Buzz Lightyear was based that, on that the toy was based on that, and it was Andy's favorite movie. Right. And so all those it was his lines, Back to the Future or his Star Wars. It was, was keep going. It was his Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. It it, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. That is because <laughs> that's every kid's favorite movie. Wow, you just hate women. <laughs> no, I just hate the I just hate the way that they portrayed women in that movie. Yeah, okay. Un, unfunny. <laughs> well, as you've said a thousand times, women. That's Jerry Lewis. My, right. My mistake. I, Same I, initials. <laughs> different guy. Uh. Oh, well, uh, so so that's what I got. My parenting tip, and I'll just start. I, I took the boys on another trip. Um, they, they were really excited to get out to L.A. and bring their game systems and sit in somebody else's house and play games. Mm-hmm. Um, shocker. Mm-hmm. Now, right. uh, yes, did they bring their PS4? Yes. Did they bring their Switch? What were they going to do on the plane? Did I draw the line at the Oculus? Of course not. No. <laughs> so, so I bought it for you. I, right. I spent the 500 bucks. <laughs> um, but the point is, we got out there. That's what they wanted to do. Uh, Joe even had to get a 70-foot Ethernet cable for me the day before did, I left. Oh, by the way, how did that work out? Did you need that long of a cable? It was like a 50-foot cable. It did. It did. Wow. It, there wasn't a lot of slack. Yeah, there wasn't. Did it, was it, did it go across the line? Like, was yeah, it like, yeah. was it like the old <laughs> Was it like the old days when you pulled a kitchen you know, phone it was, into it the was, bedroom? Let's just say it's an ocean, there was some OSHA violation <laughs> there. <if it> <laughs> uh, but for other reasons also. But, but we... Uh, but I did. I, you know, my parenting tip, as always, is like, just fucking make him do stuff. I'm still bigger. Well, technically, I am the same size as my now 14 year old. He's the same height as me. But not, not a way around. No, no, no you no, still no, got him in the girth I, I department. Still, I still do for now. But yeah, we were pretty close a while. Anyways, I can still put him in a hold, get him in the monster truck, and make him go to Six Flags. Make, and and, and we did. We had a great time. Uh, I listened to their concerns. I understood that, hey, their friend on the East Coast is going online at this time, and I 
calmly let him explain and then said, I don't care what your fucking online friend schedule is. We're here. We're doing these things we can only do here. You're fucking going to do them. Now you can do them and enjoy them. (laughs) Or you can do them, be a dick about it, which will then make me a dick about it. And we'll have an awful time at Waterworld, which you can't have an awful time at Waterworld. Impossible. I was only there once and I wish I could live there. I'm I'm, I'm going to ruin it. The guy comes out and he says... The green chairs are the splash zone. If you're in the green chairs, you're going to get wet. The silver chairs behind the green chairs, we ran out of paint. You know, <laughs> every time I laugh, every fucking time, uh, I'm done. Yeah, I am. I am also done with this podcast forever. <laughs> I'm retiring on top. Uh, king of the podcasts. Uh, you know, sorry, Joe Rogan. Sorry, Mark Marin. Sorry, Conan O'Brien. You're all history. It's all Joe all the time. Yeah, see? This is the kind of content that the kids want. This is the kind of stuff that Blue Chew wants to advertise on. This rambling. Right, right, Biff? Uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we have to, we, uh, Biff, unfortunately, Jacques uh, hung himself. So we have to hang. I mean, sorry, we have to, um, we have to uh, end this podcast. We have to put it down, if you will. Um, you know, we're, yeah, we have to go take it out for a ride. We got to tie it to a tree and we got to end it. It, it. it, um, it's too much. It's too much. Oh, it's too much. Well, did we get everything on the down, uh, on the, uh, rundown? Because I uh, don't forget. Wish I had some dozen donuts. Wish I had some donut jams. Donuts make me stuff and happy. I can Yeah.